can't believe it. We're going to Zeal. Floating cities. Science. Magic. Uh, when exactly will we be arriving in Zeal anyway? Isn't where the more appropriate question? I have almost finished aiding Miss Luca in calculating our approach vector to the next anomaly. Approach vector? Gee, time travel is less of an art and more of a science. It's not as simple as setting a destination. We're navigating a complex, multi-dimensional mesh. And while several of our coordinates are known, like the location and time period, many are not. Mostly along axes of possibility. You're gonna have to dumb it down for me. In English? (sighs) We know where our destination is, but not how to get there. If time is a river, we know that our destination is somewhere downstream. But we might not be able to just float down. There can be obstacles that we need to get around. Approach vector has been calculated. I am uploading the coordinates to K33Y. We may depart for Kajar. Oh man! Kajar! City of magic. The big, um, apple in the sky. Home of... The... I don't know. A a new day? Well, you tried. (sighs) Ah... What exactly are we here for anyway? What Gordian knot of time anomaly thing are we here for? I guess it's that loser Dalton. I'll have to show him that you don't mess around with the wings of time. Or Guardia, I guess. Wait a minute. Has that even happened yet? No, not yet. This is a point in time before Chrono or any of us arrived. I don't recall Dalton ever meeting anyone from Guardia other than us, though. Uh, yeah. Just don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> Coast is clear. Anyway, I just need to bump into Balthazar over there. Wait. Balthazar? Guru of reason? I gotta say, I feel a little bit out of place and underdressed if we're gonna meet one of the great gurus. Yeah, I guess we didn't get the memo about the whole blue and purple motif. Ragged and Dingy is not a great look. We're not actually meeting with Balthazar. We just need to literally bump into him. Because he needs this. The kid project? Yeah, I found it on his desk in the future. Robo's calculations make it clear that it's one of his inspirations for the epoch in this timeline. We just need to push him in the right direction. Well, it's a good thing that we're not worried about being underdressed anymore, because people are starting to stare. No one is going to stare at us for our clothes. I mean, I don't think. Are you sure? Pretty sure it's not our clothes. It could, however, be the six-foot-tall walking robot. Astonishing! What a marvelous invention! How in heavens is it able to move as it does? Mm. Magic? Yes, yes, but of course. But by what particular means? The semblance of life, the spark of the divine, and yet an emptiness to it as well. Which of the arts were you able to use to construct such an impressive facsimile? 
Um, all of them. Incorrect. Zero magical parts were used in my creation, as I am incapable of using magic. Actually, from what I've been able to examine of Robo's anatomy, he's powered by a combination of various heat sources which drive an armature to power the electronics distributed across his system. The central processing unit... I'm so sorry, sir. We'll have to chat later. Oh, uh, well, good day to you all, then. Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Let me help you. Luca. What is it? Maybe if you look a little bit closer, Luca. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, very sorry, Balthazar. Here are your books. That was it? Affirmative. By my estimation, there is a 98.9137% chance this dimensional anomaly will resolve itself now. All right, well now what? We should make our way to the next destination. The longer we stay in this time period, the more likely we are to alter other elements of the time stream. However... However... However, there are certain discoveries that lay unearthed here. We could stick around for just a little while. It'd be a shame for them all to be just lost to the sea. Woo! Zeal adventure! It appears our party size has been reduced temporarily. Of course that would happen. So much for a magical adventure in zeal. Alright, let's see what we've got here. Secrets of Zeal. Behind closed doors? By Gaspar? Seriously? This doesn't even make sense. While our world is full of many secrets, yet, yet on Earth, some shall, some shall remain buried for all time. Who knows how much knowledge and insight we've lost around magic after Zeal fell into the sea? Of course... There are a few mysteries that are not quite so mysterious. Mysterious. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell was that? Hello everyone and welcome to the Zeal Archives covering the A to Z of the world of Chrono Trigger. Today as we dig into the archives, we're going to be talking about the coolest f***ing place on earth. No one can tell me otherwise. We've touched on it in the past and we're going to touch on it in the future. But I don't care about either of those times because we're talking about the now. We are talking today about zeal and the many, many secrets that are held within. With me to talk about that cool ass place is my good friend, Nick G. Finally talking about the Zed. (laughs) That's right. We we skipped past all the other letters of the alphabet. We're just going right to the end. This is not the last episode, but this is the episode which we cover the Zed. Yes. I was like, uh, you know, there's there's not that much to cover in Zeal. I'm like, yes, there's enough to have multiple, thankfully multiple episodes about Zeal. To capture the imagination of multiple people with the same name at the very least. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> oh, There is so much to talk about in Zeal, but today we are going to talk specifically about the secrets of Zeal, partly because I think that's some of the coolest stuff in the time period, especially because you don't spend a lot of time in 12,000 BC. No, they pack, a, they pack a lot of secrets into uh, the short amount of time and the small amount of settings that you have. Yeah, if you're only counting the Kingdom of Zeal and not the stuff on the ground, there's like three towns. And 
you could easily just skip. Actually, do you even need to stop in any of them? You can just go on the Skyway. Yeah, no, you don't need to, but you should because it's neat. Oh, definitely. It's it's also frustrating if you're a completionist because if this is the first time playing the game, I'm sorry, you don't you don't necessarily get to come back to Zeal. So live it up. Yeah, live it up. Go talk to people. Read some books in the right order. It, yeah, well, that's that's one of the secrets in both Kajar and Hasa. You know, if you do your typical JRPG thing and talk to everyone uh one you'll find out about the sunstone and the north palace which we talked about in a previous episode but also you'll find a bunch of books that honestly don't make any sense with with no other context you like open a book and it's like just wind just out of nowhere yeah and then you wait for something to happen for a moment but then no it's just a windy book the wind doesn't go away it just remains in stasis the thing you're waiting for is whimsy that's right and zeal has it in spades I don't know. Can you can you think of another game where that happens, where something like that happens? <laughs> no, I mean you're certainly not expecting like like more graphics to occur when you open a book. I mean, generally, you're not even expecting to to see a graphic of the book being opened. You just assume that you're going to read the book. Yeah, it's just here's some dialogue about what you found in the book. You didn't have to open it to to read it. You just know it's there. I don't think you can open books in any other part of the game. You know what? You might be right. Although I'm not sure there are books in any other part of the game. All the more reason to read the ones you do find. Sorry, there are notes all over the place. There's like in Luca's lab, in the the prison. But yeah, I don't know that there's books per se. Not that no books exist, but that you never have access to them. No. Kingdom of Magic as well as uh, literacy. Apparently at 600 to 1,000, just the Dark Ages. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, you find these magic books. You can find one of water, fire, and wind. And if you just open them randomly, there, there's no context. It, it just is a cool little effect. If you talk to everyone in, in Zeal, though, eventually a new will give you a little cryptic hint. He'll say to you, water summons wind, wind makes fire dance. And if you do that in both in Hasa and Kajar, you get secrets. Are there multiple news or NPCs that tell you that, or is it just the one? I think it's just the one. Ooh, I like that then. I like that once you've learned the pattern, you can apply it somewhere else. I mean, you can apply it even if you don't know. Like, we've obviously done it without talking to the new. It's not like a, a flagged event, which is nice. You could technically stumble across it on your own. No, but like, once you personally know what it is, that comes into play again later in Zeal without without another character prompting you. Oh, yeah. It's like something that transcends time. That is That is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. The secrets themselves are not always like mind blowing. Like in Enhasa, if you follow that news advice, you get a room and there's there's six news in it. Congratulations. Hope you like fights and dying, potentially. Yeah, the I mean, you figure out pretty quick that news are probably from this time because Zeal is lousy with them. Oh my god, yeah. Like there's there's one selling things, there's the one near the the magic, I don't know, engineering shop, blacksmithery. Lab, lab, that's the word I'm looking for. There's a couple in the kingdom yeah because there's the one where you learn how to scratch his back right i almost wanted to talk about news in this episode but i feel like especially after going through the chrono compendium that there's probably way more to talk about with news i feel like there's a lot canonically there's not but maybe speculatively there's a lot they're sort of i mean they're kind of like a greek chorus they're kind of like the avatars of time or magic or whatever itself they serve a lot of functions. Were they placed in time periods by the entity? No, I don't know. Tune into a future episode. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> News are like rolling the dice. 
uh, fighting them, that is. I really appreciate that game mechanic because when you're facing a new, you're like, oh, am I going to get destroyed? Because the first thing it does is it either hits you with one HP damage or like all of your HP minus one, which is scary. You're like, is this, did it just barely avoid killing me? Is that what happened? Or is it powerful weak? Like what, what am I supposed to believe here? And uh, when there's six of them, the law of averages is against you. Yeah. Fortunately, the game has a, I don't know if it's a, called, if you want to call it a safety, but like the two attacks that it does, either one or all minus one, it has to use the exact right combination. It's not like it can deal all minus one and then do that attack again and kill you. No, because then if you're at one, it does zero damage. Fortunately. So when you're facing off against six of them, you need something to take them all out. It doesn't even matter what. My go-to is obviously Falcon Hit. Lightning 2 is probably good around this time. Yeah, pretty much anything that can hit as many targets as possible. And so if you you face off against the news, there's nothing too exciting here. You get um, a bunch of XP and, and tech points, which is useful at this point because you probably haven't gotten your, your Luminaires, your Dark Matters, your Flares. So if you bring like the right party, you can gain like a crap load of, of tech points. In Kajar, there is a different secret. Uh, I forget if it's Kajar and Hassa. One of them has like the book that says, all life begins and ends with new. It's like the Chronicles of New, volume 12 or something like that. I forget if that was like a Wolseyism or if that's actually in the regular translation. Either way, it's etched in my mind. But in Kajar in particular, you can find a Poyoza doll, which has a black rock inside, which you're like, cool, it's an accessory, I'll equip it. But strangely, you can only equip it to like a couple party members and it doesn't explain what it does. So figure that out for later. <laughs> is that a deliberate mystery you're, you're threading? It's not like a deliberate mystery, but it is, it's the beginning of, uh, of a triple tech that doesn't involve Chrono. And you're like, what, when would I not have Chrono? Which right. I think we've definitely talked about Chrono being dead. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did. He's supposed to be dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this It's this mysterious thing. First of all, I like that you grab a doll, doll and then immediately you're like, well, what's inside it? <laughs> yes, absolutely yes. I guess you'd, you'd maybe pick it up and say, this this doll is a little lumpy. And then cut it open? I don't know. I'd be like, oh, there's a rock inside. Oh, well. Um, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's ultimately like, here's a thing you cannot use that you found in a weird chamber in the middle of a magic kingdom with six news, which are this weird and mystical creature that you've been sort of seeing glimpses of throughout the game so far. It's extraordinarily mysterious. By comparison, a lot of the other secrets in Zeal don't have the same mystery to them. When you learn the scratch point, which I think you need... You can go back to uh, Kajar and you can scratch a news back. And I think one of the scientists there is like, ah, oh, I think the news has been stealing magic tabs. And you're like, oh, that's that's racist. And then you scratch the news back and it, it has a magic tab. At least they're like fun little world building things. There's a, in Kajar, you can see like something sparkling on top of a bookshelf. And if you go to the the adjacent room and go to the back of it where the bookshelf would be, you can like reach through and get it. It's not a thing you typically see in 16-bit RPGs because, like, space doesn't make any sense. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and it's it's like missable. You, it doesn't matter. It's like a tab. You don't have to collect them all. There's, like, the new in Kajar. He asks if the pendant that you have is Shala's. And even though it technically is, he'll tell you you're lying if you, if you say that it is. I mean, the other thing, too, about the tabs is, like, you've seen a few of these tabs now, these little sparkles that seem to occur in random places you now know their origin that's true because they developed them in zeal yeah it's a piece of this little magic kingdom left behind in the world i hadn't thought about that and now i'm wondering like where are the magic tabs that you've found 
And consequently, how did they get there? It's a good question. There's one in the Gardia Forest. I don't know if it's a magic tab, it might be a power tab, but there's one sitting in sitting in the Gardia Forest. I know that. The rest are not in my brain at the moment. I guess aside from these ones in Zeal. Yeah, the only one I can remember is in like Mount like when you're going up to Mount Woe, and I'm like, that's pretty much Zeal. That doesn't that doesn't count. I also like the idea that in Zeal there are a lot of hidden tabs. So someone just took one from the lab and put it like slightly away from the lab like just put it on a bookshelf next to the left yeah sorry the like the the one new like if you say the right answer you can sell you cool stuff but like that's fine you get way better gear if you keep wandering around i feel like i don't buy stuff by that point anymore probably not i i think we tried to do it in a recent run of the game and it turns out that the gear is just really expensive Oh, wow. And like usually the people that we have, uh, Isla doesn't need anything other than like armor. And most of the armor you can charm like prism dresses or prism helms. Hmm. Or even the various males are already really good on their own and absorb elemental magic. That's true. So there's not really too much of a reason to like care about buying the best gear. Because the only thing that's worth it is like frog has a weapon that deals 1.5 times damage against magic enemies but that's not all enemies so who cares that's how i think about it just give them the mass immune just that, that's it mass immune hero metal done there's also some plot related secrets that show up in zeal i think some of which we've talked about either directly or indirectly like there's the woman who has the sapling that you can save or burn and if you burn it then you don't get fiona's side quest i do like that she'll do whatever yeah, you can just say, yeah, burn that sapling. And she's like, okay. Sounds good. Or she, is, there, is there a place to, to grow it in zeal? I know that's not where it is grown, but, or, or no, she was, she was like hiding it. Yeah, she's behind like a, a planter and then she has it. And if you miss her there, she'll be in the commons after zeal falls. Mm. But then it's just, again, it's just a sapling that's sitting there. I wonder if you can tell her to burn it down after zeal is, is dead or after um, the black omen rises up. I didn't realize that that was connected to Fiona's forest. I thought that I thought that just happened because <laughs> I don't think I ever told her to burn it. Okay, well, that that was the question that I had. If you don't do anything, does Fiona's side quest still happen? The answer is yes. As long as you don't tell her to burn the tree, everything is fine. Mm, which she will do. She'll only burn it down if you tell her to, even though she was told to burn it yep. down. Even though you have no weight in the decision. Yeah, no, you're just passing by. Yeah, it's, doesn't doesn't make any sense. Um. There's also like some references to other parts of the game in Kajar. There's a book that mentions the red rock, or maybe it's a dreamstone, or maybe it's the frozen flame, but that's way too complicated. I'm playing Chrono Cross and it still doesn't make any sense to me yet. And there's also just some like goofy missable secrets. Like, you know, when you face off against uh, the golem, you can actually beat it. Although why would you? You still get thrown in jail. It's one of those where I sometimes I forget which battles you're supposed to lose i don't think there are too many in corona trigger i feel like that's the only one but maybe what would the other one be yeah yeah it might be right because it's just like i feel like i spend four or five rounds like using all my biggest techs and then using like full tonics and stuff and then i'm like wait <laughs> i think i'm supposed to lose this yeah and so you can technically win that but don't there's also the most missable ending possible in the game and also the least rewarding ending in the game slideshow ending it is a fun ending if you've gotten some of the other endings yeah if you play chrono trigger you know it has multiple endings and they happen at different points in history in new game plus there's one ending and if you beat the game after you see or charge it but before you've charged yours you get the slideshow ending which is like the smallest 
fucking window of time. It's so small. It's so easy to not get that ending. It's neat that it's in there. I'm glad people online wrote how to get that ending. Oh, thank Because I wouldn't have seen it otherwise. But yeah. And then you get the slideshow ending, which if um, there's an OVA called, oh, I can't even remember, but it's like Chrono Trigger Numa Monja, something or other. And like it features the kill walla and the new just doing stupid stuff and it that's that's the ending that's the slideshow ending point of order t that is not the slideshow ending oh is that not that's a different ending oh no what am i thinking of the slide the slideshow ending is luca and marl raiding all the guys of the game oh okay never mind that's actually kind of yeah. <laughs> what am i thinking of because that's the ending i hate the most there's a lot of generic endings but that one is just like hey that one is dumb yeah uh let's see here it's called Good Night. Programmer's ending is like way better than that one. All of the endings are better than that yep. one. Can probably do an episode about the endings, top top ten, top thirteen endings. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so just like in the game, there's just like a bunch of secrets within the world, but there's also secrets about the world of Chrono Trigger. Some things that I learned about, which were really cool and possibly touched on a bit the last when we talked about I think it was Melchior. There's like the zeal dungeon that did not happen. It was in the, it was kind of in the pre-release, but um, not, not really. You'd have to use like a walk through walls glitch to get to it. Is that related to the, um, like the blue pyramid? Oh, sorry. That's the sealed pyramid. The zeal dungeon was if you walk through the wall in Shala's room, you can walk behind the bookcase, which warps you to another map, which was supposed to be like a prison maybe where Dalton keeps you. Oh, and like there's some I'll, I'll include it in the show notes for folks to see like what the map looked like, but it linked between Shala's room and the throne room, leading people to believe it was supposed to be a way to like escape. Oh, interesting. I mean, when they were like, no, Dalton just puts them on the blackbird instead. Excellent choice. I mean, it's it's more secure. Also, they take all your stuff. Yeah. Unlike when they put you in like the energy beam thing, whatever that is. <laughs> Yeah. You get to keep all your weapons and armor and crap. They don't care. Yeah, they're very confident that you would, you pose no threat. Yeah. Except there was a mole. It was an inside job by Shala. Aha. Who makes a return in Cornacross? Oh, yes. I guess it, I guess it technically does. <laughs> yeah, the thing that I was talking about in the previous episode was the sealed pyramid, which was instead of being a blue pyramid where you get the swallow or safety helm, prism helm? Yes, safe helm, I want to say. Instead of having the choice where the news just like, hey, pick one of these two things. The pyramid's supposed to disappear. A giant door is supposed to rise out of the ground and then go to like a thing underground that's very zeal-like. It's got like the the tile set from the underwater palace and it's it just has like a whole bunch of chests. Huh. That was also in the pre-release but was cut. Wow. Wish that was there. There's animation built in so you can see like a gif of the door rising up. It looks like a door to hell. It's really cool. That's cool. Dang. Oh, well. And then there's like kind of less of a secret of the game development, but also a secret of the game that ties everything together is like the the black chests, the sealed chests and the sealed doors. We do not uh, get much explanation about that. No. Like we don't we don't see them sealing anything in chests in zeal. It just reacts to the pendant the same way the door does. I think that's supposed to maybe be the, the tip off. Mm. I think at one point you're plot wise supposed to open the sealed gate for like the epoch. Yes. But I think that's the only time they're like, go open this up. 
Yeah. Or the throne room as well as a, as that. Oh yeah. Technically. Yeah. When you played Chrono Trigger the first time, did you do the trick with time travel to open the chests? Like, do I want to open the chest? No. And then go later to open it. Yeah. 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 That one. I definitely didn't. Okay. I was like, sweet. I can't remember. Magic items. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I think I remember playing Chrono Trigger and having a walkthrough and it's like, don't open the chest. I'm like, I don't have a choice. You open chests automatically. (laughs) Stupid. That's how a chest works. Have you played a game? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Press A, the chest opens. That's it. I guess that should be the tip off. If I played it for the first time, like now, I'd be like, okay. Why is it asking me if I want to open this chest when every other chest just opens? I might have figured it out then, but nope. I was just like, cool, sweet vest. Thanks. In the other game, if it said, do you want to open this and you, you had a choice, I'd be like, okay, this thing is going to wreck me. It's an optional <laughs> boss. It's a mimic. It's going to kill me as soon as I open it. Yeah. It's going to transform and kill me. It's a trap. Sweet part is once you go to, I think it's, I think it's 1000 where you get all the get all the stuff that you held over you can then go back to 600 and get the original versions yeah i don't think about that too hard because that shouldn't be how time travel works i mean also a vest turns into full armor via time did it start with one thread and like make itself over time it's the kind of thing where i'm like if i looked at the concept art would it make more sense like if if you think of all the elemental armors as like crystalline yeah then i can imagine that giving it more time would like let it get to be bigger but i think looking at the concept art it is not like that so i don't know why it just looks like some armor i think like the red plate or one of them is literally just like a strap that goes over one shoulder a strap that goes like a messenger bag and then like a big hunk of red metal on the front of it (laughs) huh kudos to akira toriyama and the team for like designing it but also what the yeah, everything has a unique and, and like not just in color, everything looks different in the in the, all the concept art for all the items. I think a bunch of the prism stuff like looks very samurai armor kind of kind of thing. But then you've got like the doom or the gloom helm, which literally looks like a skull. Yeah. Which is not reflected on screen. I'm kind of glad that it's not. Okay. This kind of been very slow not even a boil that's like been slowly simmering getting to this this is the question that i wanted to pose you pretty much all episode which is g what made zeal so great we talk about it constantly we're like oh yeah we're finally in zeal even though we're here for like 10 minutes that's it blink of an eye and it's gone yeah what what is it that makes zeal so great i mean like some of it is just like imaginative and and design wise you you kind of go through most of the game seeing stuff that is the way it is by like circumstance and doesn't look great but this is like you finally see a society like in full bloom i guess in in a thousand it's fine it seems very normal but this is like you see something prospering and working and is inventive and interesting and also zeal is kind of the first time where you really start getting answers to some things even wondering for the whole game up to this point what are you thinking about specifically? Because I'm thinking about the pendant, which is not something I had any questions about. I just suddenly get answers when you see the pendant. Everything you encounter that's magic is from here, basically. Oh, yes. Right. And you... Sorry, now it's coming to me. Yeah. And and Melchior and his magic swords and why he knows about the Dreamstone. And the music that you heard from before with Melchior is like, hey, doesn't this sound familiar? And the, and the yeah. news. Yeah, you're, you're right. It all starts to come together. It feels like you're almost seeing something you weren't meant to see. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I, one of the questions that I had posed was like, what is this supposed to be modeled after? And now immediately I'm like, okay, it's, it's Atlantis. <laughs> it's obviously supposed to be something kind like, of is. Yeah. It's like a lost city kind of situation, except it's a kingdom. Yeah. And it's on super advanced science, but actually magic, which at a certain point is in- indistinguishable. Yeah. I mean, and that's a big thing about it. It's, it's that you can't tell if it's magic. You can't tell if it's science. Obviously there's a little bit of both. And I, I think, and this has been more apparent as, as we now make it an annual tradition to play the game multiple times. I think something that makes zeal so great is that it's short. It leaves you wanting more unlike any other time period. Yeah. You could, you don't get a lot of time. Yeah. Like a thousand AD is like, kind of like today. You're like, I've seen it. 680 is medieval times you're like i've seen it even if there's magic users you're like i get it it's fantasy you go to 65 million and then even though there's dino people you're like okay i get it and there's lots of time to explore all of those time periods the future you kind of might want to explore except it's so miserable yeah but 12,000 bc is like this is really cool i want to know more and the game's like there's no time for that I mean, there's also there's also the inherent twist of the knife where it's like this is beautiful, and it has to die because of, because of hubris. <laughs> I mean, having played and researched the game a lot since the first time, there's a lot of reasons that Zeal really should just die. Yes, if the evil demon machine wasn't your first tip off that something bad, if that wasn't your tip off for like, are we the baddies? Then um, I'm not sure what else would. And in, in retrospect, like Zeal has all sorts of bits that are problematic, right? Like whether or not the people up in the kingdom care, they're separated from people on the ground and they've made a choice to do that. Yeah. And like Queen Zeal is obviously a maniac. We, like she's literally goes mad with power. Yeah. It's very culty. It's very fashy. Um, well, actually, yeah. Dalton is a really great example of that too. Like what's his deal? Like they let a guy build a giant airship and then he's just like, cool, I'm the king now. (laughs) Not only, yeah, do do you have to like kill it, but also it needs to die. Not that there's a huge indication of that while you're playing the game. No, but it's like, you have to be like, oh yeah, we're way better than everybody else. Then you keep running into, because the queen said so. It's like, okay, well, this is starting to sound a little funny. How cool would it be though, if... Zeal was still there in like a thousand AD, but no one was there. Oh, just like a bunch of ruins. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I was thinking, uh, I was thinking one of the other cool bits was the, the mysterious element, right? Cause you can see the North palace, you can see the sun palace and you can't visit them in that time period. But by the same argument, if you could come back later with the epoch, even in a ruined future to see them hovering decrepit, like the islands broken <sighs> apart, reclaimed by nature kind of situation like wow that would have been cool because i think that's what makes it cool in the first place there are these islands you don't know how they got up there you don't know how they're floating you don't know how the water is running down to the surface or how it got up there either no you don't know how high in the air it is where's the water coming from uh mad mad magic magic it also seems to indicate like the floating of zeal is like an active thing that's going on like it is being made to float actively because as soon as it gets like lasered it falls yeah like otherwise the island would have just floated albeit a bunch of chunks up in the sky yeah yeah that's part of what makes it too all sorts of other questions was the kingdom on the ground did they raise it up and then build it or vice versa where was it on the ground and when did they decide that it was a good idea to put it in the sky looking at you uh legend of zelda skyward sword yeah i mean 
I mean, and it's and it's kind of like because of the amount of stuff they already cut, there wasn't a lot of room for fat in this game. And just having a location that you just go to because it will be thematic later is not 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 in keeping with the rest of the game. But it'd be super cool. Yeah. And the more that I want, I, I want more zeal, but I, I don't need more zeal because zeal is like the beginning and end of everything. Every Like you said, everything starts here. This is where magic comes from. This is where everything happened. This is where all of the weird loops and paradoxes and everything all begins and ends and, and loops around. The whole story is is zeal. Yeah, it's it's almost kind of weird in the way that zeal has strings like a web sent out to every other time period but there are none going in the other direction towards zeal like zeal's just scattered over the rest of the game and also but yeah by the time you get to zeal it's like it's it's all over there's very little game left after you get there that's true it's like get the epoch come back and then like do a little bit with the blackbird and then it's black omen time that's that's the whole game like you've you've built up this huge epic story up to that point. You've sort of uncovered the mystery of like why Magus was fighting, why the um, fiends were fighting the humans in 600 AD. You've stopped the reptites, or rather, Lavos stopped the reptites. You figured out where Lavos came from and what it does, but not how to stop it. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Kind of the burns twice as bright, burns half as long. What is going on? I don't know. I was playing around with the experiments and then the loud noises. Actually, for once, I agree with you, T. I think those two events might be unrelated. Oh, thank goodness. Wait, why? Oh my god, is that a dinosaur? Kill it! Kill it with fire! Oh god, the flames are everywhere! Save the books! Save the books! This has been a disaster. Well, it didn't have to be a disaster. Everyone knows you use lightning against dinosaurs, not fire. Space-time anomalies detected. I suspect these are the reptiles we had encountered earlier. Damn it. Any other bad news? Yes. Have you considered working on sarcasm detection, Robo? Negative. The subtlety of human emotion creates immense difficulty detecting sarcasm. Maybe being eaten isn't so bad. Just take me now. Maybe I could get eaten instead of having the rest of this conversation. There's no time to argue. We've got to do something. If these are the same reptites as before, how do they keep finding us? Luca, I'm not sure that we want to stick around to find out. Gee, are you okay? You look spooked. I hesitate to say haunted, given all the things that have happened. No, I'm I'm okay. I think that was Azala. Azala? How could that be Azala? She should have been wiped out millions of years ago. I mean, maybe it wasn't, but I think it was. I think she said something to me just before the portal closed. Okay. Well, what did she say? I... I... Nothing. 
It was nothing. Okay. Well, I guess that means we better uh, make haste to the next destination then. Hey, <laughs> uh, G. Come on. Smile. You got it. Because uh, cause haste is... Uh, because haste is a magical ability, it provides the following benefits to members of the party. Well, it's no fun when you explain it, Robo. <sighs> Everybody taking away my puns. Why do you seek to change? The Zeal Archives is a Nixcast production. If you have questions, comments, or criticisms, please get in touch with us on Facebook or Twitter, both at the Nixcast. Special thanks go out to our voice actors this episode, Manda Whitney in the role of Azala, Nick G in the role of his fictional self, Nick T in the role of his fictional self and Robo, Nick Z in the role of Gaspar and Zeal Scientist B, Patrick Tricky Love Moylan in the role of Zeal Scientist A, and SM Zelda Rules in the role of Luca Ashtier. If you want to learn more about the voice actors or topics covered in this episode, check out the show notes in your podcatcher of choice or at the source zealarchives.com. And lastly, we have a special announcement. My name is Nicholas Haskins, and I'd like a moment of your time to tell you about the fifth annual live stream for The Cure. To do that, I brought along two people whom I couldn't do this event without, Gerald Morris and Dan Brennick. Over the past four years, the live stream for The Cure has raised over $30,000 for the Cancer Research Institute. That contribution is helping to fund research into cancer immunotherapy, training the body's immune system to fight all forms of cancer. This year, we're aiming for our biggest goal yet as we try to raise $15,000 in 50 hours on the air. Tune in May 19th through the 23rd as we're joined live by podcasters and content creators from around the world. With your help, we can continue the fight for a future immune to cancer. Together, we can make a difference.